Good morning. We're glad to have you join us for this week's broadcast. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. Our scripture comes from the book of John, chapter 10. Beginning in verse 1, Jesus says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. We are continuing our series about the I Am statements of Christ in the book of John today. We are looking at his statement, I am the door. And as we look at this, we must realize, first of all, that chapter 10 comes after chapter 9, whether chronologically, whether there was a space or a bit of time between these events, we do not know. But we do know that the Holy Spirit inspired John to write this. And by the Holy Spirit's power, this chapter does precede the previous chapter. And in chapter 9, we need to remember that the blind man was called out of the fold of Judaism. He was called out of the fold that the Pharisees and the scribes were supposed to be protected. I want you to notice that Jesus says the same is a thief and a robber. He is talking about the scribes. He's talking about the Pharisees. They were not good doorkeepers. They had not done what they should. Of course, At this time period, a thief and a robber is two different things. A thief would be one that comes with his cunningness, with his craftiness, and steals. A robber would be one that would come over top of the fence, that come over by force. And notice he says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life. The thief, as he come into the sheepfold, this sheepfold that we start out with, I believe was the sheepfold that would be in town and the shepherd would bring his sheep and he would leave it and multiple shepherds would leave their sheep there in charge with the porter the porter would be in charge of the door and when the shepherd come back he would know the true shepherd he would know who the sheep belonged to just as john the baptist knew that christ was the true shepherd he bear witness of him if we go back to john chapter 1 Excuse me, beginning in verse 29, the Bible says, The next day John seeth Jesus coming to him and saith, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. If we go down in 32, it says, And John bare record, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him. And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom? Thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him. The same is he which baptizeth with the Holy Ghost. And I saw him bear record that this is the Son of God. We must realize that Christ is 
the genuine shepherd. He entered the door legitimately. It is prophesied in Isaiah 7.14 that he would be born of a virgin. That is confirmed in Matthew chapter 1. It is prophesied in Micah 5.2 that he would be born in Bethlehem. That was confirmed in Matthew 2. He had come in the fullness of time, Galatians 4. Out of Egypt, God had called his son, was prophesied in Hosea 11, is confirmed in Matthew 2. It was prophesied that the arrival would provoke the rage of the enemy. In Jeremiah 31, that was confirmed in Matthew chapter 2. Jesus was the right person, born in the right place, arriving at the right time, summoned from the right country, and attended by the right sign. He is the one and only Son of God. He is the only door. He is the only way to get to heaven. Second Peter 2 1 says, There were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you. And verse 3 says, And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you. That word feigned is the Greek word plastos. That's where we get our word plastic through fabricated, through made-up words. They made merchandise. They exploited these these people, these early early ones in the early church, and that's what we have happening today. We still have people that are exploiting. They are, through made-up words, they are making merchandise. They are exploiting people today, and they seek our Savior. We need to know that He is the true door. There is the absolute truth. Or he is the only way the later sheepfold as he talks about when he says i am the door that sheepfold a shepherd would lay at the door and the sheep would go out over the body of the shepherd the wolves couldn't come in for the body of shepherd we need to know that the only way out the only way into the pastures that he provides for us is over the body of our precious shepherd that is the only way over the body of the lord jesus christ it is that same body that protects us. Satan can't get in. He can't get in. He can't touch the sheep. He can't hurt us. He can't harm us. There's those that who by force or by cunning have gotten into a place of ministry, but they are false prophets, just like these Pharisees and the scribes. They were supposed to be the ones that pointed to the Redeemer, but they were false. They were false. They were leading people into bondage. And Christ, He called out. He called out the blind man let's see the passage in verse number seven then said jesus unto them again verily verily i say unto you i am the door of the sheep all that ever come before me are thieves and robbers but the sheep did not hear them he called him out first of all they had to come out they had to come to him but now he is the door he is the passage he is the way matthew 7 13 14 says enter ye in it's a straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and there is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Jesus Christ is the only way. A lot of people try to say, well, if you if you do good, you'll get in. No, no, no. If you do this or that, or if you trust, if you just believe in a deity, you'll get in. No, no, no. Jesus Christ is the way. If any man try to enter in another way, the same as a thief and a robber. It was very clear if somebody tried to come over top of the wall, it was very clear they were up to no good. The sheep would not go out. They'd have to cut their throat the same as come to kill and to destroy. They. It is very clear who the real shepherd is. The real shepherd 
comes through the door. He come through the door that was prophesied for thousands of years. He come through. Galatians 5.3 says, Stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. These these people in this time, they were entangled with the bondage of the, the oral law. They had the written law and then the Pharisees had the oral law where they'd added so many rules, so many so many regulations, so many restrictions to the law that people were tangled up in the bondage of that. But thank God, this blind man, God, Christ called him out, just like he called Lazarus. Later on in chapter 11, he called Lazarus out of the tomb. He said, Lazarus, come forth. The Bible says that uh, he called his own sheep by name. He, I'm glad for the day that he called me by name. Aren't you glad? for the day that He called you by name, that He called you out of your sin, He called you out of your works, He called you out of what you thought would get you to heaven, and you accepted Him as a Savior, just like the blind man. There's got to be, there's got to be also, I want you to know, there's got to be a balance. Look at verse number 9. I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. It says here, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and go out. There is a liberty that comes with being a Christian. There is a liberty that comes with being saved. The book of Hebrews tells us to go within the veil to worship and to go outside the camp to work and to witness. We need to be sure. We need to be sure that we're going out, that we're going about in the world. We can't just stay in church all the time. We don't just stay away and worship and keep it to ourselves. We need to be going out into the world and telling others about our precious Savior. But we need to make sure that we're setting aside that time, that we're going to church, that we're going within the veil. We're going somewhere to worship. We're going somewhere to get refueled, to get recharge to have that blessed brotherhood that comes from being at the church matthew eleven twenty nine says take my yoke upon you and learn of me for i am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest under your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light ezekiel thirty four fourteen says i will feed them in a good pasture and upon the high mounds of israel shall their fold be there shall they lie in a good fold and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. A lot of times we, we get caught up in bondage. Even after we get saved, we get caught up in legalism. We get caught up into the do's and the don't do's of salvation. But there is a liberty with serving Christ. There is a freedom. Don't get caught up into bondage. Do your best to live for Him and to serve Him, but serve Him out of love. Serve Him. Serve Him to honor Him, to exalt Him, to magna him we have a purpose we have a reason that we're left here we still have something to do mark thirteen thirty four says for the son of man is is a man taking a far journey who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work and commanded the porter to watch jesus christ he's at the right hand of the father he's taken a far journey but he's gave authority to his servants that's you and me to every man his work. He's commanded to Porter. I believe the Holy Ghost acts as the doorkeeper and protects the door today. He's commanded to Porter to watch. He's commanded every man his work. He's gave authority to us to continue to be about the Father's business. What's the Father's business? Well, John one fifteen says it. John, bear witness 
of him. We need to bear witness of the Savior. We need to point people, point people to the door, to the one and only door that is the Lord Jesus Christ, the precious shepherd that died on the cross, that paid the price for us, for our freedom from the bondage of sin, from our freedom from the bondage of law, from the bondage of legalism, for whatever restrains us, there is a liberty. There is a liberty that comes with trust in Jesus Christ. I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. I challenge you this morning to live that abundant life in worship and service to our Lord. God bless.